Good morning, and welcome to the Morning Manifestor podcast. I'm your host, Miranda Smith. I'm an undergrad and early riser obsessed with manifestation. If you're a young adult or college student who's tired of being labeled as struggling to make ends meet and still figuring things out, you've come to the right place. My goal is to help you realize your potential and manifest right now the life of your dreams through action, mindset, and faith, while maybe showing you a few tips here and there on how to become a better morning person as well. Thanks again for tuning in. Let's get started. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the Morning Manifestor podcast. I'm your host, Miranda Smith, and I hope you had a great week. I had a pretty good week. Um, Something fun that I did was I was a guest on um, a podcast who's hosted by an old friend of mine, actually, Michael Lovett. His podcast is And If Love Remains, and we just talked about kind of what I do as a life coach, basic beginning uh, tips about manifestation, Uh, nothing too crazy, but it was really fun. And so if you want, pop on over, and I think it's episode like 63 or 64. Uh, Anyway, that was fun. I also saw In the Heights this week, and that was so good. Oh, my goodness. Made me want to join like a salsa Latino dance class. Maybe I will in fall semester. <laughs> so good. Okay. So today we are talking about a beautiful thing called the thought model. And that is a term coined by Miss Brooke Castillo, the renowned life coach. Um, she's great. I love listening to her content. She's a very smart lady. And not just the term, she came up with the whole thing itself. Um, So we're going to go into that. Um, And this is also a pretty fundamental thing that lots of people know in the manifestation community. Um, Maybe they don't always use the term, the thought model, but the formula of it is like, I mean, like everyone knows it, (laughs) at least in the manifestation community. Okay, so before we go into the nitty gritty of that, I want you to... Imagine we're going to do a little visualization here. So, I want you to imagine that God one day sits you down, and the, uh, this is before your life on earth. He sits you down and he gives you a piece of paper and a pencil, and he says, Listen, insert your name, uh, here's this paper and this pencil, and I want you to write down everything that you want in life. Like anything that you want. Write down every aspiration, how much money you want, where you want to live, um, like what kind of person you want to marry if you want to get married. Just anything you want. Write it all down. And then he goes on to tell you that anything that you write down is yours. As long as you have a crap ton of faith, even when it looks like a crap ton of faith in him that he's going to make it happen even when it looks like these things aren't going to happen and as long as you are listening for him to give you like uh prompts of action like direction little nudges and prompts of inspiration of when to take a light action and as long as you act on those nudges um and you say you know your ego starts starts talking loud and 
it, and comes up with a bunch of limiting beliefs like what? No, no, no. Like what about the money? I don't have the money to do all these things. Or, you know, I come from a not super great family or background or like whatever, whatever. Um, and you start telling these things to God, but he's like, ah, da, da, da. no, no, no. Do these two things. Bada bing, bada boom. This life is yours. Whew. So take a second and think about some of the things that you'd write down on that paper. Oh, I'd write down so many things. Um, okay. And then I want you to think about how you think you would feel after like God says to you that he would give you all those things. Like, how would you feel? I'd feel pretty darn good. <laughs> and you probably would too. And so what would you then want to go and do after hearing those things? You'd, you'd want to go and do what he told you to do. You'd want to have faith and take aligned action. And why would you do that? Because he told you that if in doing those things, you would receive everything you want. And in hearing that good news, you would get a thought in your head. And the thought sounds something like, Oh my gosh, wow, I can have everything I want just by doing these two steps? Amazing. And that thought would be really optimistic and hopeful, and it would give you tons of dopamine and good feelings. And because your feelings are so strong, they are going to push you to the next step, which is taking action so that you can achieve your dream life and prolong those good feelings. And we take all the actions that we do we act because we want those good feelings. Like everything we do is motivated by like something that we want because we think that that thing will give us a good feeling. We, we just want to, we're all just searching for a feeling. We all just want to feel happy and good. Like at the end of the day, that's why we do everything that we do is to get a certain objective, get a certain goal so that we can feel good and happy and whole. So if feelings motivate all of our actions and actions yield our results, then yes, that must mean that feelings are pretty darn strong, right? Yes. But what is even stronger than our feelings is our thoughts. Because a single thought, even if it's just a quick one that we don't really notice, it can change our whole mood. It could, it, like we could be just happy and content or just chilling and a thought could come about like a teeny tiny thought that could change us to feeling sad or worried or like elated, just like that. I can't snap. Can you even hear that? That's better. Like that. Um, <laughs> okay, so what I'm trying to illustrate here is the thought model, which is, at, is as follows. So we have a circumstance, right? And from said circumstance stems a thought and that thought creates within us a feeling and that powerful feeling will drive us to action because feelings are powerful <laughs> that action we take will give us a result boom the thought model simple right just five steps circumstance thought feeling action result not too difficult um okay let's let me use an example to illustrate it more like plain and simple than the first one I just gave. Okay, let's say there's 
uh, no, I don't want to say you. Let's say we've got a person home alone, Bobby. Okay. He's home alone. Bobby's home alone. And he's just chilling. He's feeling fine with a night by himself in his place. I don't know who he lives with. Maybe his parents are gone or his roommates um, or his spouse. I don't know. But he's just by himself, uh, and he's feeling fine, and he's getting tired. So he's getting ready for bed. He puts on his PJs, and he's uh, he switches off the lights. He gets into his bed, and he's ready to go to sleep. Then, out of nowhere, he remembers the scary movie that he watched a few nights earlier. And he remembers that in that movie, there was a really scary monster, and oh my gosh, it was just so scary. Like, <laughs> and all of a sudden he feels scared. Wow. And so naturally he gets up feeling a little uneasy. He goes to switch on a light and maybe turns on Netflix on his phone so that he can fall asleep to something like to some noise um, to make him a little less scared and on edge. There's my example. Let's break it down. So circumstance, Bobby's home alone thought, oh my gosh, I, Bobby, am home alone with no one to keep me company and protect me from this monster that I saw in the scary movie from a few nights ago that might come and eat me or something. Um, from thought stems a feeling. What's the feeling? Say it with me. Fear. Yes. Okay. Action. He is prompted by this feeling to go turn on a light so that nothing scary can sneak around in the shadows of his room. And uh, he also turns on Netflix so he doesn't risk hearing any scary, mysterious noises. And result. And there could be several results. Um, he, uh, maybe his, his phone runs out of battery. He doesn't get a lot of sleep. He binge watches a funny... TV series, blah, 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 blah. Lots of results could happen. And yes, I do pull this experience from personal life, in case you were wondering. <laughs> but I'm a lot better at not getting scared at scary movies because I've seen so many at this point. And <laughs> I just really like scary movies. Anyway, uh, so what I hope you take away from this example is the fact that Bobby's mood in this example, it went from calm and content and chill to freaked out and scared really quickly, which drove him to take an action, which led to a result. This guy was just planning on having a peaceful night's sleep, but not anymore. He stays up all night watching Netflix, trying to avoid the scary monster just because of one thought. So if we condense the thought model into just two steps, two, two of the most important steps, in my opinion, um, it would show us that our thoughts create our results. Or to term it in a more manifesty, woo-woo kind of phrase, our thoughts create our reality. Boom. There it is, my friends. Manifestation 101. Our thoughts create our reality. Imprint that in your brain. Remember it because I'm going to say that a lot on this podcast. <laughs> um, because just as you heard me explain, essentially every thought leads to, res to a result. If we go through the model... We see that, like, each thought leads to a result. Um, so, okay, why do we care? Because this knowledge of the thought model can really put perspective on things. Because often we think that our circumstances determine our results. Um, 
like for example, if someone thinks I come from a for, uh, a poor family, therefore I will never afford to go to college. Um, he has a circumstance, comes from a poor family. As a result, he's never going to go to college, or she. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, as a result, he doesn't go to college, doesn't get an education that he may really want and need for his dream career. But if this person was educated about the thought model, they could frame the situation in a different light. They could tell themselves, okay, my family doesn't have lots of money because of this circumstance. I'm having this thought that I won't be able to go to school and therefore I will need to find something for my career that does not require a degree. And this thought gives me a sense of urgency and worry. So um, I'm going to go out and I'm going to find a job ASAP that does not require formal education. And as a result, you know, I do indeed find a job that doesn't require a degree. Um, though, though that is what he could think. But he can change this thought that I keep changing pronouns. Sorry, but let's go with it. But they could change this thought that they're having about their family's poverty um, from we can't afford to send me to college to we do not yet have the money to pay for my education. But I'm going to choose to have faith and continue working toward a goal of making money. And eventually we will have enough money to send me to school. Boom. I've said boom so many times on this podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Um, okay, so this thought, this changed thought is setting this person up for success because this new thought has instilled a hope within them. And oh, hope is a beautiful feeling from which stems beautifully aligned actions. And so if they keep on, keep up this kind of thinking, then they are on a very good road to success and they will totally be able to go to school. So do you see how like the knowledge of this thought model can really help you? Like if you are feeling bad, then all you have to do really is find the thought that caused the sad feeling, which can be hard sometimes. Um, (laughs) This happens to me a lot. Like I'll be having a great day and then um, I'll have a conversation with someone and during a conversation, Lots of, well, just in general, every single day, we have at least 60,000 thoughts a day. But, you know, during a conversation, there might be a lot of different thoughts going through my head and different things about what I want to say. And um, at the end, by the end of the conversation, I could be feeling sad when at the beginning I was feeling happy. Like this actually happens a lot. And so I'll have to, I stop myself and I'm like, what, whoa, what just happened? What did I just think? I just thought lots of things in that conversation. So I'll kind of like go through, I'll kind of talk myself through it. Like we talked about this and then I thought maybe this and which prompted me to say this and blah, blah, blah. blah. And then I'll finally catch it. Like, oh, I had this thought when they said this to me and that made me feel like a little sad. Um, And because like sometimes the thought, it'll just go by completely unnoticed and I won't know which thought made me feel sad. in fact, sometimes I will like, I, I will take time to sit down and have quiet time just to think and journal and just continue asking myself why. Why, Miranda? What happened? Why do you feel this way? What's the thought coming from? And like, I'm just a really intuitive person and I really care about catching every thought that puts me out of alignment 
and talking myself through it and figuring out, okay, why did this thought make me feel bad? Um, maybe I had a thought that I, I don't know, I can't achieve a certain money goal because of blah, 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 blah. And I'll have to talk myself through it, tell myself why it's not true, um, just realign everything. And that made, make, automatically just makes my mood shift and like feel better. And I want to do that because if I continue to sit in this sad feeling that was caused by this thought, then I might, and if I don't try to fix it and try to make it better and talk myself through why that thought is not true, then I might end up doing something that I, that I will later regret. But if I can catch the thought and I can change it to something better, something that will result in me feeling good, then that will lead to a good result. Not only that, but when I feel good, I am in alignment. And friends, part two of Manifestation 101, feeling good is the ultimate manifestation. Like, nothing will raise your vibration quite like feeling good will. Which, that might kind of sound vague. Um, But (laughs) there's no better way for me to put it, though. Just feeling good and feeling like... um, Abraham Hicks, uh, she uses this term called the vortex. Uh, Abraham Hicks, uh, how do I explain what she is? (laughs) She's this woman and she just, uh, you know, if you're interested, go research. In a nutshell, she's just a very, very smart, educated woman about the laws of the universe and manifestation. She's got lots of awesome content on YouTube that I listen to all the time. Um, And she talks about the vortex and it's basically just a place where you get, in fact, I might talk about this on an episode later, but it's just a place, um, like, vibrationally, when you're in this place called the vortex, you are just, like, feeling good and having so many good thoughts and feelings and nothing can stop you. And just manifestations are just like, boom, 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 coming your way. Because you're like, I'm in the vortex. I'm feeling so good. Um, so that is why feeling good is the ultimate manifestation. <laughs> um Yeah, when your vibration is high, the likelihood of manifesting is also quite high. When I feel good, I become an energetic match for all things good. So I hope hope now that you understand this thought model that um, you will become more more aware of your thoughts and you can realize, you'll realize that the emotions always come from your thoughts and that maybe next time when you're feeling bad, you can kind of think to yourself, do a little digging. Why am I feeling bad? What thought has caused me to feel bad? Because a circumstance can't make us feel bad. It's the thought that we have about the circumstance. Like if I am completely in debt, then I don't have to feel bad if I'm in debt. Like lots of people would just be like, oh my gosh, debt equals just bad things. Like I just feel horrible about debt. It's, it's a crappy thing. But it doesn't have to be bad. We just have this thought and this notion that debt is bad. And so all you have to do is change the thought and then you're all good. And so if you're feeling bad, you can always change that by catching the thought, which will change your feelings, which will not only lead to you you, um, feeling better, but it will lead to you making more aligned choices that will lead to lots of better results. But will also just change your energy and put you in the so-called vortex. 
So there you go, friends. There's the thought model. Um, I hope it was helpful. I hope you can implement it once again. It's circumstance leads to a feeling, leads to a thought. Whoa, no, sorry, sorry. Gosh, I totally just spaced out. Circumstance leads to a thought, not a feeling. The thought leads to a feeling. Feeling leads to action. Action leads to result. So there you go. Um, I hope this was helpful. And I think that's all for me. I hope you have a great week and I'll see you later. Bye. Thanks again for listening. If you loved what you heard today, please feel free to subscribe to my podcast and leave me a review or take a screenshot and tag me on your Instagram story at Morning Manifestor. If you're looking for more tips and inspiration, make sure to come give me a follow on Instagram at that same handle. Thanks again and I'll see you next time.